and welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I am your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome, everybody, in on this wonderful Monday night. Uh, we had uh, one hell of a beautiful weekend. Maybe some would say a little Please too nice. Uh, but uh, we're, better weather is uh, prevailing today, uh, as it's a little bit cooler. But uh, we still have lots to talk about tonight. Uh, we'll discuss uh, a little bit more of the schedule. We'll talk about some uh, roster additions. And then we're going to go into positional rankings in the NFC East. So basically, we'll take a position group from the Eagles and kind of rank them among the other teams in the NFC East and see where they stack up uh, on paper. Um, but uh, first and foremost, I definitely want to say thank you to everybody who came out on Saturday to Lenny and Susie yes. in Pittman, New Jersey, during the Pittman uh, Craft Fair. Uh, special shout out to Seamus who, uh, from the Philly Underdogs, the owner of the Philly Underdogs group, and of course Lenny and Susie uh, for having us out. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We basically got to talk birds for a few hours, yeah. uh, although it was in the in the heat. <clears throat> but uh, still, you know, I got to be honest. When you're talking birds, I didn't even really notice. Yeah, it wasn't until uh, we all took breaks that I, I feel like uh, we got a little hot. Yeah. Time. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Glad everybody uh, who stopped uh, out. Uh, of course, uh, you know Mike, uh, good boy, uh, good buddy uh, Fuji, uh, Rich Bridge, and um, Kathleen via FaceTime. Um, but uh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, no, we we had a blast. Uh, so certainly check out that uh, that episode uh, where we just you know just kind of talk birds, and uh, it's all over our. Um, our socials, especially on Facebook, you can check it out. So, uh, so anyway, uh, Eric, I wanted to uh, discuss as obviously the last time we were on air, yeah. we officially did, had not signed uh, Bradbury. Uh, now we bring him into the fold, as we, you know, we had often, you know, speculated that that would be a great move for us, and and they went out, and how he went out and did it, yeah. Got a, a pretty good uh, fair market deal, low cap hit, uh, you know, a deal. one costing deal. the Giants more than it's costing the Eagles this year. Right. Yeah, it's actually, which is great. Um, so, yeah, his cap hit's like under three. Um, you know, total deal is worth $10 million, uh, you know, with some incentives laced in there. Uh, so, yeah, it was uh, <clears throat> really great to, to get him. Uh, opposite Darius Slay, so now I feel a lot better about our defensive backfield. Oh yeah, so you know certainly we still have uh, question marks in safety, but you know again when you have those two guys in front of you and with the play of Avanti Maddox in the in the slot, you know I feel a lot better going for, forward. You know with the season, especially with the wide receivers we're going to be facing. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad how he made this move, and who knows, uh, you know, how he might not be done. Well, right, and he's shown the willingness, you know, to go out there and make moves, not just at the typical time. You expect the moves to be made in March, and then again around draft time. Howie Rosen, just when he sees an opportunity, whenever that opportunity is, he's always ready. Yeah. No, he, he certainly seems to, to take advantage uh, when he can, uh, which is which is absolutely fantastic. So, on paper, this team looks really good. You know, they they certainly have improved a lot on paper. Uh, now, yeah. obviously, they got to go out and, and take care of business, but still, uh, you know, I'm super uh, super excited to kind of see what you know this team can be and what they can bring to the table. So, uh, you know, we had talked about you know. The, the, a little bit about the schedule on Saturday. Um, and I think we both kind of can't, you know, uh, the two of us and, and of course, Ryan, uh, the, one of our hosts from the Philly broadcast, uh, we all kind of went in that like 10 and 7, 11 and 6 range, which I, I think is right. fair to, you know, again, considering they won nine games last year and they've, they've definitely improved their team uh, pretty significantly. You know, I'm I'm glad that we didn't kind of go a little overboard with with our you know schedule predictions. And I was a little worried about that uh, for me anyway, because I like to be a bit of an optimist, 
and you know i'm sitting thinking i'm like dude we could like I was fully anticipating I would go through the schedule like one and oh, two and oh, three and oh, four and oh, five. Like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. Which, like, like, don't get me wrong. There are people out there who are, who are that just that crazy to, to think that the Eagles uh, well, are Super Bowl bound, but and not saying that it's in, you know, a possibility, but. Uh, well, I there are a lot of teams, a lot of pundits. Like, uh, the Eagles are one of their like dark horses, like a, hey, a team to watch. Yeah, I can certainly see that. I think I think they certainly can be one of the more improved teams, just given how great their offseason was in right. comparison to to the other teams in the league, and specifically the other teams in the NFC East. You know, Dallas, I would say, got worse, mm-hmm. and the Eagles got a lot better. I think Washington had a decent uh, uh, offseason. Same with the Giants. I, I still think the Giants have a lot of holes. You know, they just had a really good draft. Um, sure. So I, I think they're on the right path anyway, but they're still a few years away. And I think Washington, you know, with Carson Wentz at the helm now, uh, kind of has, you know, uh, some question marks at, at certain key positions, quarterback being one of them. Um, and you don't know what Carson Wentz you're going to get. You know, are you going to get, you know, 2017 or, or even early, you know, last year when, you know, he was doing fairly well for the Colts, uh, kind of all kind of, Came crashing back down to earth, uh, but yeah, you know, of course, I, it's two games. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just think, uh, depending on what Carson Wentz will, will we see, will determine the Commanders and, and how well they they go because they do have a really good defense and they do have a few weapons on offense. Um, it's just again, just like most teams, they have pretty glaring weaknesses and, and holes that uh, still need to be addressed. And I think, like, when it comes to Carson Wentz, anyway, I think we've kind of just seen, like, this is who he is. He's inconsistent. He's wildly inconsistent. You're going to get really high highs. You're going to get really low lows. I mean, you know, and, and normally he doesn't, like, it seems like I think you'll know in the first couple of possessions each week what you're going to get from him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's very uh, very possible that is the Carson we will see from now on. So, mm-hmm. um, and and certainly when I you know uh, when we get into the positional rankings, that's certainly you know I, I feel like even with the uncertainty we had a quarterback, I feel sure. you know we're probably better positioned than the Giants and and the Commanders at this point. Uh, just you know, given the fact that they are those teams are also very unsure of of who they have leading the team at quarterback. Yeah, it's funny. Like you look at the NFC East, and I'd say the Dallas Cowboys know who their quarterback is and who their quarterback is going forward. Yeah. And whatever your opinion is of Dak, like I mean, right. he's number one in this division. I'm sorry, guys. Like right now, that's where he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. We well, we can easily uh, take that lead. If you want to go ahead and jump into it, but I didn't. Yeah, no, we 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 can. Why not? Why not? Let's uh, let's get right into it then. We'll we'll start on the, right. on the quarterbacks. I mean, we're already talking about it. Uh, you know, Dak right. Prescott. While you know, I feel like has shown you know at times he could be you know an All Pro quarterback. He also again is is pretty inconsistent, and and you know I don't think. Um, Always makes the the smartest uh, plays or, or, or decisions, uh, and that certainly uh, hinders him uh, for sure. But I feel like we could say that about any one of these four quarterbacks. And you definitely could. I, I feel like though, you know, with Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz, you know, again, the 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 you know the the flashes of, of brilliance are, are fewer and farther, you know, between than, than say a Dak. And I feel like the the inconsistency and, the, and maybe the bonehead play uh, is a lot more. Uh, right. And I feel that. like with Dak, his ceiling is higher than the others, at sure. least right now. And his floor is higher than theirs. Yeah. No, I think that's safe to say. So I, I think we can easily yeah. put Dak one, Jalen two. Yeah. Um, I, that. I think then the question is three and four. Who do you put? Uh, ahead of one another. Is it Daniel Jones at three or is it Carson Wentz? I put Carson Wentz there. And that's to me, like they both fluctuate. I just think Carson's highs are a little higher than Daniel Jones's. 
Yeah, no, I, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely see that for sure. So we'll go uh, Dallas uh, one. We'll go Eagles two. We'll go Commanders three, and we will go uh, Giants four for the quarterback. Let me just write this down so we have a record of it. All right, we're moving on to the running back position. Um, you know, this is another tough one because I feel like each team has a very good running back and certainly at times can take over a game and and be a you know a, just a dominant force. And it all again depends on kind of usage and, and, and situation, but I, I feel like this might be one of the tighter races that we decide tonight. I completely agree with you. Like, look, I could make the argument that the Eagles are the number four team in this, and they were the top rushing team in the NFL last year. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and the New York Giants, I mean, I think they may have the best running back of this group, but maybe, like, if you ask about the best running back uh, group, you know, is it that Dallas Cowboys? I mean, yeah, I think I honestly, I think I'm going to go Dallas here because I think I am too. You know, Zeke certainly hasn't been the Zeke we've seen the last couple of years, but he is still very effective. And and you also have Tony Pollard, who again, when given the opportunity, you know, does a lot with it. So I, I think that one-two punch with those two probably are the best one-two punch yeah. in, in in the division. Um, and like you said, maybe the Eagles have an overall better, you know, uh, run game. But I think that's a lot on the offensive line. Yeah, Where, I agree with that. You know, not saying that Dallas doesn't have a pretty good offensive line. I just think their running backs probably do a little bit more than ours. Um, so I'm I'm pretty confident in saying Dallas is, is probably the best run team. Oh, what's going on, buddy? Uh, Dylan checks in and says, uh, Jalen Hurts or the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell? Uh, let's, let's see if you would have said Crunchwrap, I would have said, I would have went with Crunchwrap, but I'm going to go Jalen yeah. Hurts or the Mexican pizza. Yeah, I'll go with that. I mean, Crunchwrap <laughs> yeah. or the, um, or, or what's the, or no, the Crunchwrap is that like square thing, right? It's the one that's kind of all together, wrapped together, where the Mexican pizza is just kind of like a yeah, pizza yeah, yeah. made of Mexican ingredients. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'll take Jalen over the Mexican pizza, but not over the Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah, I think and I'm with you there. There you go. Um, <laughs> all right, so we both are going to put in Dallas. I think, honestly, next it has to be the Eagles, just given their you know overall run game and the fact right. that they're very deep. Uh, you know, Gainwell is a young and up-and-comer. Uh, you know, you obviously have Boston Scott. Uh, and then, you know, you know, again, you kind of have a, a couple of young kids that, that are in the fold here uh, now. Um, hold on. <laughs> I had to try the Mexican pizza for the first time tonight. My daughter is slamming the crunch route, right? Crunch route is where it's at. That's the best, yeah. Seriously. And the breakfast crunch route? <laughs> Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, breakfast tacos are, are, are just freaking great. It's just great food. Yeah, that's highly underrated on a, yeah. on a breakfast front. But, and then those little cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon buns. Yeah, the, yes. Yeah. What a great, what a great, uh, what a great invention. Uh, but on a real note, if Hurts is a legit quarterback this year, Philly has no reason not to be a top five Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, I mean, if he if he yeah. steps up and be, and is the guy and is that guy for the future and improves all the things that we've been talking about over the last year, year and a half uh, of of you know pro, you, you know going through his progressions, mm -hmm. staying in the pocket, um, you know, instead of just kind of running out, uh, being a little bit more accurate, uh, being more accurate with the down you know down the field throws, uh, which I think given the fact that you have A.J. Brown and Smith now with Quez, I think that should vastly improve. Um, so if he does those things, even in small increments, and raises, you know, his, his numbers to, say, 30, you know, what do you have, 16 touchdown passes, if he, if, if right. he gets, you know, 22, 23, 24, 
you know, plus, you know, seven or eight rushing touchdowns, gets over 30 total touchdowns and keeps the, the turnovers at a minimum, you know, maybe gets 3,500 yards, uh, another, you know, eight or nine on the ground. Like, that's certainly very possible. Um, and I think if you yeah. that, I, th- I think that'll translate. So uh, the roster is insane. People don't realize how good Bradbury is, and he's going to be a CB2. Yeah, I think, I think we've always been scared. Uh, and now that Dallas doesn't have Cooper, that I feel a little better. But the fact that we, when we go up against teams, you know, with with two good wide receivers, and we're going to do that in week two with Jefferson and uh, Adam Thielen. Thielen. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's like having two CB ones. And you know, when we face these teams with good offensive weapons, man, it's it's we're going to see a huge difference. And you know, generally we. We generally get eat up, eaten up by, you know, in the middle, tight ends, you know, running backs kind of doing curl routes. And, and I don't think we're going to this year. We, I believe we have fixed that issue with the running, with the wide, or uh, with the linebackers that we have, uh, we have acquired this year. So uh, I'm really looking forward to, to kind of how the pass game uh, defense is going to look this year. And again, hopefully the, the, you know, the lack of, you know, safeties that I think we all feel like is, is a, a decent hole uh, shouldn't be that pressing considering who you have everywhere else. So uh, I'm really hoping that, you know, that doesn't come back to bite us. And yeah, Dylan says literally our, our only hole is that safety. Uh, I haven't been this hyped since 2017 off season, and I'm actually more excited about this roster. Hertz is my only concern. Yeah, offensively, 100%. Yeah, I think everywhere else. And, and it's and but what's good about that? What's good about that is the fact that it's not like what you have at safety with Epson and Harris. Harris again, serviceable, decent mm-hmm. job. Epps is a very, very much an unknown. The little time that we have seen him, he has not been that great. Eagles are apparently pretty high on him, obviously, if they're willing to kind of go into the season with him uh, almost, you know, penciled in uh, at uh, the starting spot. Whereas you have Jalen Hurts where, man, you, you've you seen him take over a game. You've seen sure. him make great plays. You've seen that potential that he has in him. And it's just the, the consistency. It's just getting better each game that that he's lacking right now and again as i said before the you know going through his progressions being more accurate getting the ball down the field more accurately staying in the pocket instead of just running if he's efficient yeah Yeah. being efficient if he does those things yeah then then i think this team actually is a legit contender you know in the nfc playoff picture um you know i think they they should be question yeah um, if they aren't a legit contender, aside from the quarterback, what do you think is the reason we sit here at the end of the season and say that was that was the reason? So you're why saying you know Eagles don't make the playoffs, Jalen Hurts, right. or if they do, or, they're like that bottom, yeah, that seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so they sneak in, they lose right. in the first round, and Jalen Hurts has himself a decent season, right? What, what would be the other reason? as to why this would happen. Right. I think ultimately, I think it's, it's, it's on coaching at that point. I think it's, I think especially, I think I yeah. especially depending on what side of the ball I feel like is more to blame, which I feel like might be, you know, again, if Jalen Hurts has a decent season and an improved season, we're probably yeah. talking about that defense. And specifically because we added so many players, our expectations are high. And now Gannon has all the tools he needs to make it happen. So if it doesn't... It probably looks really bad on Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. It probably looks real bad on Jonathan Gannon. So that's probably going to be the reason why we may not have a successful season or a, a season where we're, we're, you know, actually competing. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I already put that one up. My bad. What is going on? Why is this not letting me go all the way down here? Uh, if Hertz isn't the problem, hundred percent coaching, zero excuses with this roster. Yeah, yeah, hundred, yeah, exactly. Um, 
the only reason I could think would be injuries completely destroy our offensive line. Yeah, I mean, obviously, outside of, outside of like a, yeah, outside of a, a season where we're just, you know, getting destroyed injury-wise, yes. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think that that would, that's my, I guess, you know, outside of Jalen Hurts, uh, that's probably my biggest concern is is Gannon, really. Because yeah, if, if he has the talent, and if he's not putting them in the, you know, as an old Andy Reid, uh, you know, phrase, not putting them in the best position, uh, yeah, that's that's got to fall on him, uh, unfortunately. So, uh, all right. I think the, the lack of talent uh, last year may have been something uh, on the defensive side, maybe something that saved Gannon because you'd say, oh, man, like some of his coaching decisions, like guys who he'd leave out there one-on-one and so, some of those decisions, it, it made you scratch your head. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. kind of got a pass on, well, I mean, well, he didn't have a whole lot of talent to work with. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Graham got one out. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. He definitely – he definitely got a little leeway there, given given the injuries, given you know the lack of talent uh, and the depth. So, how he basically said, you know what, f that, no excuses, brah. Yeah, no excuses. Uh, all right, so where were we? Uh, we gave uh, Dallas uh, the nod at uh, uh, best running backs. Uh, I'm gonna go Eagles. Eagles. What Eagles, Giants, Washington. Yeah, I would say Eagles, Giants, Washington. Actually, yeah, I would say Eagles, Giants, Washington, because mm-hmm. I still would take Barkley, even with his injuries, over uh, Gibson, who, by the way, is a very good running back. Sure. Uh, I just think. Uh, well, this NFC uh, East has got some running backs. Yeah, faux faux show. Uh, all right, let's move on to the wide receivers. Obviously, we know all about our wide receivers now with AJ Brown in the mix. With Devontae Smith now essentially being wide receiver number two, you have Quez Watkins uh, at number three, and then from there it's a combination of maybe Rager, um, yeah, you know, Pascal, um, yeah. maybe Hightower. You know, again, maybe one of the you know undrafted uh, guys. Are um, we just discounting my man Greg Ward? Oh, I'm Greg Ward. Sorry. He's just like one of the, he's just like, he is like, an afterthought right now. He is yeah. an afterthought. You're right. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, and this may be the year he doesn't make the squad personally. Um, so I, you yeah, have, I think you might be with me. Yeah. So you have him. Uh, uh, let's go to the commanders. You have uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. who again has dealt with the, uh, you know, injuries and, and time away from the field. Uh, you have rookie uh, uh, Jahan Dotson from Penn State uh, in the mix. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Uh, oh, they have Michelle Markin, former Eagle. Um, yeah, they don't, uh, yeah, Cam Sims, you know, had uh, you know a few decent catches, but not much uh, there. Uh, Dallas now has obviously CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup. Uh, they added James Washington, uh, formerly from Pittsburgh, who I've always thought was pretty good uh, talent. Uh, they added Jalen Tolbert. Uh, they have uh, Noah Brown, who, you know, again, did uh, a, a few decent things uh, last year. Uh, and then the Giants uh, wide receiver group is uh, zero, zero touchdown uh, group. Uh, it's Kenny Galladay, uh, Kadarius Tony, Sterling Shepard. Darius Slayton, uh, they uh, they drafted uh, Wandell Robinson, I believe, in the second round. Um, so they, they, you know, have a few guys there as well. Uh, they just, you know, injuries and, and underperformance uh, last year. So, Eric, I'll start with you. What are you thinking? Uh, who uh, who the takes test me, the Eagles? I mean, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, like – I, I I gotta go Eagles one. Okay, I can I can take that. Uh, all right, who are you going next? Uh, number two. Gosh, I feel like we could just clump the other three together, and you could get. Um, I, I'm actually I'm actually gonna say uh, Washington here. I think they're a little bit deeper. 
outside of CD Lamb and Gallup now, they don't have that much. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like the, you know, yeah. Dotson added to the mix, and, and I've always liked uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, and Curtis Samuel, yeah, I, I always like. Uh, I just feel like uh, injuries have really hampered him. Um, and, yeah, in know. my mind, I was going between Washington and Dallas. Uh, yeah, Washington. I think Dallas has to be three, and the Giants will, will give another uh, four. Uh, all right, uh, tight end group. Obviously, uh, Eagles have um, Dallas Goddard. Uh, and then, you know, Jack Stoll, Tyree Jackson. They drafted uh, Cal Katera. Uh, don't forget about Richard Rodgers, which is technically on the, still on the squad somehow. Uh, and, of course, uh, JJ, our Thalite side. Uh, don't forget about him uh, as he makes the transition from wide Please receiver. Please let me. Please let me forget uh, about him. <laughs> uh, Washington has Logan Thomas, who uh, I thought did a pretty decent job. Uh, they drafted Cole Turner in the fifth round. Um, they also have John Bates. Uh, I believe he was a fourth rounder in 2021. Uh, Dallas has Dalton Schultz. Uh, they have Sean McKinnon. Uh, they drafted in the fourth round Jake Ferguson, uh, and then they assigned uh, Jeremy Sprinkle, formerly of Washington, uh, and then the Giants, who um, their number one uh, tight end, um, whose name is just on the tip of my tongue, went to Jacksonville. Why can't I? Yeah, talk Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram, thank you. Uh, so he's no longer there, uh, but they did sign uh, Ricky Seals Jones uh, from formerly of Washington. They also signed Jordan Atkins from Houston. Uh, they uh, drafted in the fourth round uh, Daniel Bellinger, uh, and then they got a couple of uh, you know undrafted uh, free agents uh, floating around. So you know, again, I, I like Atkins and Seals Jones. I just think you know they're below average and as far as you know standard starting tight ends yeah. go um but yeah um yeah, so who, yeah. who would just say has the best overall it's tough because i feel I like I, I feel like goddard's really good and i feel like tyree jackson certainly has promise and i like that calcutta kid um I just think, you know, outside of the starters, there's really not anything going on for anybody. So, right. you know. And so I'd probably just end up going Dallas to the starters. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably say Dallas 2 and Washington 3 because, again, I, I think Washington at least has a second tight end that, that can be somewhat relied on. And then, the yeah. you know, the Giants just, you know. Yeah. Giants are going to Giants. Giants are going to Giants. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yes, that's the way we already did. Yeah, we ranked uh, Dallas 1, Philly 2, Giants 3, Washington 4 for the running backs. Um, I think Washington is a sleeper this year. Not saying that was great. It's just not going to be surprised if they come out swinging and compete for the division. Yeah, I think they're going to be a lot I better than people realize. Uh, again, their defense is really good, and, and I think you know, they're going to go as far as, you know, as Carson Wentz takes them, honestly. Um, so. Yeah. All right, and then last but not least, on the offensive side, the O-line. So uh, we obviously know our fantastic offensive line, Jordan Mulata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, um, Samalu Driscoll, uh, right guard, and of course Lane Johnson on the right tackle. You know they just obviously drafted Cam Jurgens. Uh, they have Sewell Petta. They have Andre Dillard. They have whoever doesn't win the job at right guard. They have, um, you know, uh, uh, Brett Toth, who I, I actually kind of like. Um, you know, so they they have a good starting. Offensive line, they have good depth. Uh, moving over to Washington, they have Charles Leno Jr. Uh, they have Andrew Norwell, who I thought was a great, great pickup for, for Washington, the the free agent 
uh, from Jacksonville at left guard. I think he's one of the better left guards in the game. Uh, they've chased Roulier uh, at center, Trey Turner. Uh, they picked up from Pittsburgh, and then Sam uh, Cosme, uh, who I believe they drafted in the second round of last year. Uh, nobody of, of worth uh, to say uh, regarding depth, granted, mostly because I don't necessarily know their depth. Uh, well, Dallas, <laughs> obviously, Iron Smith, um, Tyler Smith, who they just drafted this year in the first round at left guard. Uh, they have Tyler Biadaz. I cannot pronounce that. Um, they also, um, I will say at center, they also, yeah, I don't see it. Um, they also picked up Alec Lindstrom, um, I believe from Boston College, as an undrafted free agent. I always, I actually liked him in the later rounds. Uh, they obviously still have Zach Martin at right guard, so they're, you know, they certainly still have uh, a couple of badass guys there. And then, um, you know, right tackle, they, they, I think they're going with Terrence Steele, who was an undrafted free agent in 2020. Um, so, yeah, they have Connor McGovern um, uh, backing up or going to fight for the left guard uh, position there. Um, so, overall, they, they, you know, they have a, a couple of guys, but again, they lost Lael Collins. Uh, and, and obviously, uh, their, their star center retired last year. So it's certainly not as good as it once was, uh, for sure. Um, all right, moving on to um, New York. They have uh, Andrew Thomas, uh, who they drafted in the first round of 2020. They have Shane Lemieux, uh, John Feliciano, uh, who I think they really don't have anybody at, at center. I think he was an undrafted free agent this year. Uh, they have uh, Mark Lewinsky, uh, a free agent from Indianapolis, who I actually really like. And then, of course, their their first round, one of their first round picks, uh, Evan Neal, uh, in the first round from Alabama, uh, who is most likely going to be a monster. Um, you know, they picked up uh, you know Ben uh, Bred Bredesen, uh, backup center, not uh, Pert. Uh, Max Garcia from Arizona, uh, so they they don't they don't have a, a crazy amount of depth, but it's not bad. But uh, I I think I got to go Eagles here. I think it's a clear cut, you know, across yeah, the board. The best starters and the best depth. Um, outside of that, I still got to give it to Dallas, even though they certainly lost a few. Um, they're still they still have some all pros on that team. Um, you know, next, um, next, I got to say Washington. Uh, you know, I, I think the addition of Norwell combine that with uh, uh, Leno Jr. Uh, really, really gives them a nice uh, left side of the line. I've always been a fan of Trey Turner, uh, who uh, was just with Pittsburgh, used to be with Carolina. Uh, and then uh, Cosme, who they drafted again last year in the second round, I think it's, it's halfway decent. Uh, their only question mark, I think, is, is center at this point. Uh, and then, of course, the Giants, who uh, obviously got better with, with the addition of Evan Neal. Uh, I just think they're still a few uh, years away uh, as far as, you know, fixing that line. What's going on, Fuj? Uh, what's good, fellas? It was good seeing you guys Saturday. Likewise, uh, always good to, uh, to see you. Glad uh, you were able to come out and uh, have some fun and uh, get some jerseys. I know, uh, what, did you pick up four jerseys, I believe? Uh, that's good on you. Yeah, he uh, took one right, right out from underneath me. I was going to get. Oh, day. Oh, which one was this? Yeah. Which one? Seth Joyner. Seth, uh, yeah, Seth Joyner. So, wait. I, I, I thought Fuji had a Seth Joyner. I guess not. I would have thought you would have had yeah. a Seth Joyner. I would have thought so too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, I mean, you know, obviously on the list, there'll be plenty. Of, you know, it's one of those things that, like, I keep thinking, well, obviously, Seth Joyner's an easy one to get at some point, and I will get it at, you know. So it's like I see others that I'm like, oh, I may not have another chance to get this one. And, you know, like, I see Jordan Malata, and I'm like, and how about it? You know, were talking about offensive line. 
I have three fifths of our starting offensive line. I have their jerseys. Um, I do too. <laughs> I do too now. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I, do, I do the same thing. I, I feel like, like I don't have a Nick Foles jersey. I know that right. some people may think that's blasphemous as somebody who is literally trying to get a jersey for every single Eagles number, one through 99. Uh, I don't have well, an Eagles well, you're right. And, and I feel like it's one of those where, like, I keep putting it off because it's like, oh, it's Nick Foles. Like, I'll well, get to it. It's not going to be a difficult one. But apparently it kind of is because, uh, you know, just looking at, 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 you know, eBay or other places like that, people have those jerseys like, so high for Nick Foles. Um, so it's, yeah, I, I may just end up just ordering, you know, a, a real one on like fanatics just to, just to get one. But, um, right. Yeah. So right now I'm up to, uh, I'm up to, I'm up to 67 jerseys, total jerseys now after this weekend. I don't have an exact count because again, like I have like, you know, being moving around and not knowing like, you know, so yeah, I don't know. Well, you you should soon. you should get a cataloged count. I literally have an Excel file that catalogs all of my jerseys and all of the jerseys of that I want, and all of the jerseys that I've already acquired uh, via my quest, my Century Club, as Finneran uh, put it, the Century Club quest. Um, I, I like so, that yeah. the Century Club quest. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I literally just added five jerseys from Lenny, uh, and I just I I, <laughs> I got two more today. <laughs> I I saw a great deal on a Car Connor Barwin jersey that looked exactly like the one I used to have, uh, and it was mad cheap. And then I also I may have accidentally bid on a Bill Berge jersey that was pretty cheap, uh, and and won that today. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, well. So yeah, I am. I'm officially at. Oopsie, um, yeah, oopsie, oopsies. Uh, I'm officially at 54 of the one through 99. 54 of them I have in Jersey for. So I'm probably gonna get this done a lot sooner than I realized. Because I was like, ah, I'll maybe if I... your wife would be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I figured, uh, I was like, ah, I'll just get, you know, probably five a year. Well, I just got seven in the span of two days. So what's that time? I, I, we're probably going back in September. Um, we'll probably get oh, yeah. some more of them too. And, and Jody would said to me when I, when I came in with mine, she was like, but this isn't even your annual trip. I'm like, I know. Like, yeah, she was I, saying that it's like I, a bad I, thing. Like, why are you buying Yeah, I may or may not have a problem uh, buying jerseys. So, oh, well, what are you going to do, right? Well, the thing anyway. is, it's not like we wear them, like, all the time. I mean, I, I, I try to wear mine as often as I can when I have the opportunity, you know. I try to switch it up and try not to wear, like, like, I really like a couple of the jerseys, like, real specifically, and I'm, I try not to wear them all the time. I try to, like, I'll, I'll never wear a couple of them that I won't name publicly. Um, but, mm -hmm. yeah. So I got to I gotta rotate as much as I can. All right. Anyway, uh, real quick, we did uh, a recap. Well, quarterback, we had Dallas Philly, Washington Giants. Running back, we had Dallas Philly, Giants, Washington. Wide receiver, we had Philly, Washington, Dallas Giants. Uh, tight end, we had Philly, Dallas, Washington, Giants. O-line, we had Philly, Dallas, Washington, Giants. So, Giants, um, yeah, Giants are terrible. They last in almost every category. Every category except for running back, yeah, pretty much. Uh, all right, now we move on yeah, to the defensive line. I didn't realize how down we were going to be on them. <laughs> yeah, apparently. All right, so defensive line, Eagles, we obviously have Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, and I guess... Jordan Davis. Uh, well, no, I would say uh, Josh Sweat uh, with yeah, Derek oh, yeah. Barnett and Jordan Davis and Milton Williams and Teron Jackson. 
uh, and Marlon Tiopilutu. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and Ronald Ren, who they just acquired, and Noah Ellis, who is an undrafted uh, free agent. Um, and yeah, that's that. So they have a pretty decent starting lineup, a good, uh, good depth, a good second team, if you will. Um, so that's certainly really, really, really good. Uh, moving on to Washington, uh, who most likely is going to be the winner here. Um, we have Montez Sweat. We have um, uh, Deron Payne. We have Jonathan Allen. We have Chase Young. Uh, they have um, they actually have Casey Chuhill used to be with the Eagles. Uh, Daniel Wise, Boldarian um, Mathis, who they uh, drafted in the second round, who I really, really, really liked. Uh, and then uh, James Smith Williams, who I, I felt like had a pretty good uh, year last year. Um, so they definitely have some some depth. They have a good starting lineup as well. Uh, Dallas, uh, we got Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Tristan Hill at nose tackle, uh, Neville Gallimore, Durant Armstrong. They drafted Sam Williams in the second round this year. Um, they have Dante Fowler Jr., who who they got from Atlanta. Um, they also uh, drafted John Ridgeway in the fifth round. Um, and Chauncey uh, Goldston, who they got in the third round from last year. Um, so they, again, have a, you know, a decent depth, if you will. Uh, they certainly lost a, a few key players uh, this offseason, so that certainly hurts. Uh, next up, the Giants, uh, Leonard Williams, uh, Dexter Lawrence, uh, Justin Ellis, and, uh, of course, uh, their first First-round pick, Kavan Thibodeau. Um, they also have, let's see, uh, DJ Davidson in the draft in the fifth round. They have Jalen Holmes, who was a free agent from New Orleans, and Jihad Ward, no relation to you, uh, a uh, undrafted, or I'm sorry, a free agent from Jacksonville. Um, all right. So those are the squads. What do you what do you say is the outcome? Well, I think you called it right. Washington wins this. Yeah, this category. They have the best defensive line. Yeah, I would then go Eagles, and then and then Giants and Dallas. Yeah, I think Dallas just because of the you know loss of uh, Randy Gregory, um, and right. you know I, I just think outside of uh, Lawrence. Who hasn't been the same Lawrence uh, in the, in the last year or two? Uh, you know, I, I think they would definitely be um, you know the the fourth place here. Uh, before we move on, I definitely want to say a quick shout out to everybody from the Painted Lines YouTube channel. Thank you all for uh, for coming in and joining us. Uh, we really do uh, love and appreciate everybody from the Painted Lines. We love our partnership with them. Uh, we stream on their YouTube. They stream on our Facebook. Uh, then please make sure you go to thepaintedlines.com to check them out. They got fantastic shows all the time, which, of course, you can always check out on our Facebook. Uh, and then, of course, they have articles and, you know, they have a lot of great stuff coming along. And uh, they got big things coming up for, for the Painted Lines. So uh, check out all of their uh, shows and articles at thepaintedlines.com. Uh, while I'm uh, at it, I will uh, make sure that everybody is going to visit la-terrain.com. Use code PSA for site-wide discounts. They got amazing high-quality watches at a pretty decent and affordable prices. They also got belts and sunglasses. I just I got myself a pair of sunglasses as well. I got a couple of watches from them. Absolutely could not be happier with uh, my choices. I got the uh, the Midnight Atlas. It's all black. Absolutely just looks nice. amazing. Um, and then I think I got the... Which one did I get? The, the Compass? I forget the name of it, but... Also, uh, kind of a uh, black, a uh, darker uh, tone. Uh, absolutely could not be happier with the, my watch choices there. So make sure you visit www.la-terrain.com. Use code PSA at checkout. 
and you'll get uh, a discount off your order. Uh, and then that way they know that we sent you. So, and then finally, uh, last but certainly not least, uh, we are proud and excited to announce our new partnership uh, and the joining of the Six Pack Coverage Network. Uh, please make sure you go to sixpackcoverage.com. Uh, not only do they do, you know, podcasts for about sports and football, uh, you know, they do lifestyle and travel and food and uh, finance and, and fitness and all types of different stuff. So there's a show for everything. There's an article about everything, you know, multiple articles about everything. Uh, and they're building this, uh, it's very unique. You know, they're, they're, they're kind of spreading out nationally and they're building basically like a collegiate network of, you know, articles and shows of all the major colleges. They have, you know, a group of guys who, who you know, there's a great team at each college that, you know, puts on great, great content and great shows and stuff like that. So if you're a fan of a specific major college, you know, please check them out. Sixpackcoverage.com. And you can check out, you know, that college's uh, kind of network and, and team. Uh, obviously, we're, all of our shows at Philly Sports Alliance are going to be on their website uh, and their YouTube and their Twitter. Uh, so check that out. And, of course, our brother network, as we call it, CEB, uh, is also there. So we're, we're doing a whole Philly takeover, uh, you know, trying to bring that Philly, uh, Philly attitude, that Philly style down. Uh, to six-pack coverage, which is based in uh, Tennessee. Uh, so they're big uh, volunteer uh, fans down there. Uh, in fact, uh, one of their their flagship shows is the, the head uh, of six-pack coverage, Andrew, and the great NFL great Albert Hainsworth, who former volunteer. Uh, they do a, an awesome podcast about the volunteers. Um, so... You know, it's it's. I've checked it out a, a bunch of their episodes. It's really, really good. Even though I know, I'll be perfectly honest. I know nothing about Tennessee football outside of Peyton Manning, Reggie White, and Derek Barnett. I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I really shouldn't have put him in that in that category. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so, yeah no, I felt bad even saying it. So, uh, yeah, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah, right. What's up, Bald Eagle? What's going on? Our, 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 the, one of, one of the best shows on our network, Philly Sports Alliance, is the Bald Eagle podcast. Absolutely. Uh, normally on Wednesday nights at six o'clock. Make sure you check him out because dude just breaks shit down. Like, like that should be his job. He's just to break everything down. Because you watch yeah, one of his shows after the Eagles game, it's insane. Play-by-play, play, full analysis from somebody who used to play semi-professionally, uh, you know, has that kind of that eye, that knowledge. And I'm telling you, I I learned so much watching every single, a single one of his episodes after each game. Um, so check him out. Bald Eagle Podcast Wednesdays. Uh, Sean, great to... Uh, you know what it is? It it's the hardcore football fans. It really, it really is that, or or even if you're 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 wanting to know a little bit more about a certain play or yeah. a certain game, or like you just want to have it from from a different perspective, a different eye of like, oh man, why did they do that? Or you know, what happened on that play, man? Like, bald bald eagle. He'll break yeah. that. He'll break that down for you. He'll let you know. I just realized we're also wearing very similarly colored shirts. Yeah, we did not coordinate this, we guys. You're wearing Phillies. I'm, I'm wearing Journey. No, so. I'm wearing Sixers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it Sixers? Sorry, I couldn't. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. Now I see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, thanks, uh, Sean. Appreciate uh, you popping in, bud. Um, all right. So we did uh, defensive line. Let's go to my favorite, the linebacker position. All right, so Eagles, we have uh, Hassan Raddick, who is technically considered a linebacker. Uh, Kazir White, again, who we yep. got from the Chargers. 
the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, we have TJ Edwards, um, you know, who has been steadily improving each year. We obviously just drafted uh, Nakobe Dean in the third round. We still have Davion Taylor, another third rounder back in 2020. He's kind of been a raw player, but we've really seen that speed. We've seen him flying around. We've seen these small incremental, uh, you know, you know, uh, improvements over the years. Uh, don't forget, you also have Patrick Johnson, who's still uh, around from twenty uh, from last year, seventh rounder. Uh, you have Sean Bradley, a sixth rounder from twenty twenty. You also drafted uh, 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 Kyron Johnson in the sixth round this year. You have Jacoby Stevens. Uh, just threw my pen. Uh, we don't have Joe uh, Osman, by the way, uh, who was on the team as of like a few hours ago. Uh, he has been waived. Um, so, yeah. So you have some talent and you have uh, some depth, finally. Uh, let's move on to Washington. Um, they have Cole Holmgum. Holmgum? 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 Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jamin Davis, who they drafted last year in the first round. Uh, they uh, also have uh, David Mayo, uh, who they acquired from the Giants. Uh, they have Hudson, who they drafted in 2020 in the fifth round. Um, yeah, not really much going on uh, in the linebacker at Washington. Um, moving on to Dallas. Uh, they still have Leighton Vander Esch. Uh, they obviously have Michael Parsons, who uh, went soon after uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, they have Jabril Cox, uh, who they drafted in 2021 as well. Uh, this year they brought in Devin Harper in the sixth round, uh, Damone Clark from LSU uh, in the fifth round. Uh, they also have Luke Gifford as well. Um, so they have a, a decent uh, linebacking core. Uh, and then finally, the Giants. Uh, they have, um, uh, well, see, here they have Thibodeau as kind of a linebacker slash DN. I'm still going to put him at a DN. Yeah. Um, they have Blake Martinez, who they got from uh, Green Bay, who I, I was a fan of. They have Tate Crowder, who I thought did a very decent job. He was a seventh rounder in the 2020 uh, draft. Uh, <laughs> they have Aziz uh, Ujolari, uh, second rounder from 2020. Uh, this year they added uh, Micah McFadden in the fifth round, Darian Beavers in the sixth round, who I actually really like. Uh, they also have um, uh, Carter uh, Coughlin as well. Um, so yeah, they have uh, again uh, a halfway decent uh, linebacking core. So Eric, I'll start with you. What do you think? Well, <laughs> because of how top heavy they are, uh, the Dallas Cowboys have to be number one. Yeah, I mean, again, they they <laughs> they definitely you know with Van Der Esch and of course the the great rookie season of, of Parsons. Yeah, I, I think that's probably pretty good to have Dallas uh, number one. Uh, who do you think of number two? I'll tell you, I kind of like where the Eagles are right now. Stars number two. Yeah, I like it. You've got to be ecstatic. This has got to be. Normally, they are fifth place. Uh, yeah, out of fourteen. I mean, this is the best I've seen the Eagles linebacker core since. I don't even know when to go back to. I mean, like even in, during the Indy Reid days. I mean. Like the Jeremiah Trotter, and then who else was it? Like, yeah, I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, next, I would definitely have the Giants again, yeah. depending on what you put Thibodeau in. But regardless, Blake Martinez, uh, I really like, and Tay Crowder, I think is a, is a you know nice young player as well. Yeah, and Ujolari, uh, I I do like Ujolari as well. So I will put um, Washington last. Yeah, uh, and I, I put the Giants like. I think they're closer to the Eagles at number two than they are to number four in Washington. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next, we're going to put uh, the defensive backfield uh, under the microscope. Eagles, obviously, at safety, have Harris and have Marcus Epps. Oof. They have Kavon Wallace. They have 
Uh, I technically, I guess, Chichiri, uh, Andre Chichiri is, is listed as a uh, safety. But he can kind of play corner as well. Uh, you also uh, brought in Reed Blankenship, uh, you know, an undrafted uh, kid. Uh, obviously, we know who we have at a corner with Darius Slay and James Bradbury. We have, of course, Avante Maddox in the nickelback to slot. Uh, we have Josiah Scott. We have Zach McPherson. Uh, we have um, Mac McCain. We have Tate Gallon, who I like. Craig James, Kerry Vincent Jr., uh, and then a couple of undrafted, Josh Joby and Mario Goodrich, um, I think are, are certainly, uh, you know, really good undrafted free agents. So, uh, anyway. Yeah, and all it took was getting that second corner, and I feel like this secondary went from a position of weakness to a position of strength. Yeah, no, absolutely agreed. Uh, Washington, on the other hand, they have uh, Cameron Curl. They have Bobby McCain. They just drafted Percy Butler in the fourth round. They brought in uh, Will Adams, an undrafted uh, kid, and they have Derek Forrest, uh, last year's fifth-round pick as far as safeties. Their corners are uh, William Jackson, who they got from Cincinnati, who I really like. Yeah. Uh, they also brought in Kenda Fuller, a, a, a free agent from uh, Kansas City. Um, they also have um, ugh, not a lot. <laughs> uh, they have about two or three undrafted free agents. Uh, they have Christian Holmes, who they drafted in the seventh round. He might as well have been a free agent, uh, undrafted free agent. They have Benjamin St. Just or Justy. Last year's third round pick. So, um, not a lot uh, going on there. Uh, they also have Danny Johnson, who normally plays the nickel. Uh, Dallas uh, has Kelvin uh, Joseph and, of course, Trayvon Diggs at corner. They have Malik Hooker and uh, uh, Jerron Curse, uh, who I actually do like. Um, let's see. They have Anthony Brown. They have Jordan Lewis. Um, you know, they definitely lost a few names there in the secondary, but still uh, have some decent players. Uh, and then finally, the Giants have Julian Love, Xavier McKinney at safety. Uh, they just drafted uh, Dane Belton in the fourth round. Uh, they signed uh, Henry Black as well from Green Bay. Uh, they have a Dory Jackson, who they got from Tennessee. Uh, they have Aaron Robinson, who they drafted last year in the third round, who I actually really liked last year. Uh, they have Darnay Holmes, uh, yeah. I believe 2020's fourth rounder. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, not again, not much other than some late rounders and undrafted free agents. So, Eric, I'll let you go. Uh, who are you thinking here? Um, I think this has got to be Eagles 1, Dallas 2, Washington 3, Giants 4. I'm sorry, say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Eagles, Dallas, the Washington Giants. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I would add. All right. Uh, and then do we want to do uh, like a special teams uh, or not even bother? Nah. All right. So, <laughs> defense. We have defensive line. Yeah, unless we're behind the Cowboys, then absolutely. Let's do special teams. All right. <laughs> So defense, we have Washington, Philly, Giants, Dallas, linebackers, Dallas, Philly, Giants, Washington. Defensive backs, Philly, Dallas, Washington, Giants. So uh, overall, we have, let's see, one, two, three times where the Dallas Cowboys have the first uh, first uh, in the rankings. Okay. We have one, two, three, four for the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. And then we have the special teamers. And then we have one for the Washington Commanders. Uh, the, the Giants, Giants are not any. The Giants not any. The Giants, in fact, were one, two, three, four, five, five times out of eight. Five out of eight, eight were dead last. Oh. Uh, and the other three that they weren't dead last? They were third. They were third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... So there you have it, folks. We just uh, kind of ran through the roster real quick, uh, ranked each of them as far as the NFC East. So I appreciate uh, everybody uh, who's stuck in there with us. I'm sorry. Sometimes that takes a little while, apparently. 
Um, I got, I got the, I got the like, let's go. Oh, did you get the the wrap up sign? I uh, basically, I got to wrap it up, wrap it up, B. All right. So that means I should just crack open another cold and refreshing CILST. Obviously. The unofficial, unofficial drink of the Philly Sports Alliance. Soon to be the official drink. Yes. Yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, we got some uh, great things coming up that we uh, can't wait to share with you guys when the time is right. Uh, and then in, in the future weeks, we are going to have a little fun as... You know, there's not a lot going on before training camp, so we got to kind of entertain ourselves uh, a bit. So we'll be doing uh, a few fun things coming up. Don't forget, if you have not liked, followed, shared, uh, reviewed all of our socials, we are on Facebook, Twitter, at uh, Philly Sports PSA, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, everywhere where you can get a podcast, we are there. Uh, so please make sure uh, you follow us, like us, and uh, share it with your friends. We do appreciate uh, everybody who does do that. Thank you so much. Uh, Dylan checks in again. Uh, as far as strictly cornerbacks, Philly has the best unit in the league, in my opinion. I am a huge, I am huge on Bradbury. Go back and look at his numbers when he was on Carolina and guarding the best wide receivers in the league twice a year. Remember, we had our Twitter stolen from us over at James Bradbury and Byron Argon. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so uh, thank you very much. Make sure you guys check out all the other shows on the network. Tomorrow, the Philly broadcast at 7 o'clock. And then, of course, our uh, uh, Birds of the Roundtable show. We'll be at 8 o'clock with, uh, with Ryan from the Philly Broadcast uh, and your favorite host from the TPL. So check that out. Bald Eagle on Wednesday, uh, TLC on Thursday. So make sure that you follow us. We are going to head on out. Thank you so much. We will see you guys next week. Eric, anything to add before we pop on out of here? No. Yeah. All right. So for the Philly Sports uh, Alliance and the Football Smack Talk Show, I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Only 108 days to go. All right. We got that. Go Birds. Go Birds.